Hi there, this is a piece of audio content that is only available in full over at patreon.com slash elwoodcitylimits. We wanted to give you a little bit of a preview to show you what you might be missing out on. You can join us for as little as $1 under the pay what you want model at patreon.com slash elwoodcitylimits and get access to over dozens of hours of content, including every episode of For the Kids, a PBS Kids podcast. We appreciate you listening, whether you're a patron or whether you're listening on the free feed. You're under no obligation to join, and thank you very much for checking out this preview. But if you'd like to know what these episodes and extra content sounds like, here's a little bit of a sneak peek. Yes, I agree. Uh, it's, it's at least visually eye-catching. The gift... Uh, we're, we're in the perfect season for this because it's a Christmas episode. We're here at the ballet school where much of Angelina Ballerina takes place, and the students are getting ready for a Christmas tradition where they bring in a Christmas tree, and it's decorated with presents for everybody, including for Miss Lily, the ballet teacher. Miss Lily, I should mention, is... She is I, I guess she's um, an immigrant from, uh, like, Russia, the old country. She's... Uh, is that confirmed? Is it Russia? I, 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 I believe. She I believe seems Eastern European. I believe. I believe so. You know what? Let's 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 go with Eastern European. Let's let's hedge our bets here. That's so uh, so fair enough. Eastern European. Thank you. And uh, Angelina is feeling a little bit insecure about the gift that she wants to give Miss Lily, which is a nice picture that she drew, and her mother even put it in a nice frame. But these 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 bitches. I know, okay, you said it, not me, Will. Okay, what's up with these two? Okay, I'm going to go down to the home hardware by myself. Uh, what are they called? Uh, just a second. Mouse trap oh bread. Like the, like the glue trap? Uh, no, not the blue one. Uh, the Victor Wooden. We're going to snap these... Uh, MFers in two will. Oh no! Uh, yeah, for thirty-two bucks Canadian on Amazon, I could order a twenty-four pack of Victor Mousetraps. Put some peanut butter on that sucker, and we'll deal with these two because they're like they're basically roasting her for giving a homemade gift. She's like, we bought the most expensive hat in the whole town. <laughs> You're poor. Call Blimey, you're poor. <laughs> we won't be hanging out with the likes of you. <laughs> this is so good. Like, it, it it perfectly captures them. These twins, uh, Priscilla and Penelope are their name, as we find out later. They're just hateful little turds. And <laughs> They're horrible. They, they, they make Angelina feel really bad because her gift is homemade and like, they go- we are going to give her something with jewels in it. Like, yeah, oh. they say you're, listen, folks, listeners at home, if you're ever using the term British or not, if you're ever using the term jewels, jewel. you you are, you are, are, you're pronouncing that extra E in jewel. You are, you have strayed from God's light. Okay. Enough of, no, no talking about jewels. No one, no one good is ever talking about jewels. <laughs> Um, I'll also mention that Angelina is focusing on this snow globe that Miss Lily herself received when she was a student, and she likes it very much, and Miss Lily takes note of that. Well, that'll be a secret mouse tool we'll come back to later. So, uh, Angelina is very upset. She doesn't want to give this homemade gift, so she's going to try to buy something. Her first idea is that she wants to buy this awful hat from this local haberdashery, I suppose, 
Um, and speaking of jewels, uh, or at least jewels, um, the the person at the hat store is, uh, you know, it's this really gaudy, colorful hat with jewels in it. And she says that it's, it, the, the, the hat is $64.99, which is more than Angelina can pay for. The She says about the hat and the jewels, well, let's just say that they're real. Like, yeah, but it's 65 bucks. How real can they? That's real cubic zirconia. Like, what are we talking now, about well, here? Well, 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 well. Yeah. It's sixty-four pounds sterling. Thank you very much. That's Which you know is what about a yeah. hundred and twenty dollars Canadian <laughs> pounds sterling. You're right. There's no euros in play here. I believe. Yeah. This, yeah. This is supposed to like represent probably part of the and, author's and childhood. Is, so it's is, like yeah, we're talking about pounds is, sterling. We're, we're, you're right. Pre- I, it's my mistake. I didn't convert. This is pre-Brexit as well, too. So <laughs> they're riding high. <laughs> Yeah, this is before Bojo got his hands in the mix. <laughs> what do you What do you think uh, Angelina Ballerina would make of Brexit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see Angelina Ballerina voting for UKIP. I can see Nigel Farage being like, "We got to get rid of all the rats. <laughs> we got. To, we're gonna make the boys move away." Yeah. Um, yeah. Brexit <laughs> means Brexit. Yuck! Yuck! <laughs> And I, and I mean, this is something that is very, very rare. Like, as as somebody who does, like, uh, puts captions to dumb Arthur screen caps, or I should say, I put dumb captions on Arthur screen caps on the regular, <laughs> going viral is not something that you can really plan for or predict. But I would say that this video that you created has a bit of has obtained a bit of virality. We're talking about it within, I believe this is within a week or so of you posting it, or at least of it coming to my attention via the Arthur Twitter account. So I first want to um, talk about the video itself. So Stanley and Evan, can you, for those who haven't seen it, for whatever reason, could you describe what that video and what that song is that went viral. Okay, so um, Midwest Emo, if you're not familiar, which good on you if you're not, <laughs> is um, just a genre of music with like really twinkly guitar leads, um, just some like intricate drumming on occasion, um, and usually some somber themes. But on this project, you know, the song like the Arthur theme song it's such a positive message and I think that rocks and just Midwest emo-ifying it like is just so neat and so there's a sample of you know when DW breaks Arthur's model plane and he's upset and you know the Arthur fist meme uh and he hits her like there's me playing guitar over that and then it's just like the full band comes in and I sing the Arthur theme song in this genre that doesn't really fit with it. And it just works, you know? Absolutely. And, and Evan, you were involved on the, on the video side of bringing that part of it together. Yeah. So we were actually uh, just talking on discord one night. Um, We live kind of far apart, Uh, not that far, but like a couple hours apart. So it's not like, you know, we always just, we've been lifelong friends. So we just chat, um, on discord at night or whatever. 
So we were like, wouldn't it be crazy? We kind of had seen a couple other things going viral, like the Midwest emo, um, just like sampling like different TV shows. Like I think you should leave and them doing kind of a Midwest emo guitar with it. And then another kind of like punk rock version of uh, the Scooby-Doo theme song was just going crazy. I was like, wouldn't it be cool to kind of like collaborate and just like use kind of our stands, just like such a talented musician. So it's like collaborate and kind of use our talents together. And we just like, we've, we've done this for years. We've done a million silly, goofy things. Um, so we're like, yeah, let's do it. So Stan starts, starts cooking on the, the music or whatever. So Stan sends me over, um, like a rough, uh, mix of it. And I'm just like, this is awesome. Like, this is crazy. We gotta, we gotta like make a video to this. Um, so, uh, Stan was coming up for a wedding, uh, in the area where we are. So I was like, let's do that. So it's like, all day wedding. I think I was working that day or something. So, you know, it's like one in the morning classic. Um, we get in the studio and, uh, we just had the, idea. I kind of do work with like televisions and projectors and obviously filming and stuff. So I, I kind of like incorporate all that into the work we do. Um, so I was like, let's just, you know, do that. So we kind of, we're projecting, um, and Stan also like edited, um, the song with the sample, um, and then just had DW <laughs> blinking like on a loop. So that was like already kind of put together. So we projected that onto the back wall uh, and then just filmed Stan playing. It's, it's really honestly straight because it's like, like we've done a lot of things over the years. So, you know, you want to put effort into it, but it's also like, and it was also one in the morning and it's like, we don't have so much time. So we, we put, I'm proud of this because we did put a lot of thought and effort into it. And it is, um, becoming you know more popular and it because it feels like a lot of the other stuff we've done is like the the lowest effort like kind of silly like silliest things we've done have gotten the most kind of track not even it's that much traction or anything but just have gotten the most attention so this it feels good that something we actually put like a decent amount of work into you know has had such a positive response from everyone i think it's a a really great feeling i think it's great too because it's kind of falling off like kind of the the popularity of it is not that it's that crazy, but you know, it's whatever the popularity of it is kind of making people discover Stan's other work, which I think has been, you know, not recognized, um, as much as it should be. So that's just like another positive of it. But yeah, so we we filmed it at the studio real quick, just a couple run throughs of the song. Um, and then I actually, uh, so I work with kind of tell like old televisions and stuff. So I actually edited the video together and then played it back on a television and then filmed that to give it like the real, um, kind of feel, you know, cause it has like the nostalgic feel and it's just kind of mm-hmm. like what we do anyways, like on some other projects, but it kind of gave the video the nostalgic feel to have the real, you know, like scan lines and everything on it's on a real, um, television and stuff. So that's kind of the, kind of the background of it the genesis of it. And I think that that's something that when it comes to things that get internet notoriety, they almost seem to, especially like when you don't know the person who's making it or what went into making it, you're kind of just like, well, that just sprung up fully formed. And even just having you explain the process of it now, it's thankfully it wasn't, you know, it's not something that, it 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 obviously took a lot of work, but it's not like a, a a labor of love over years or anything like that. So you didn't break break your back for this. But I think that a lot of people, myself included, take for granted that 
these are not only real people behind these viral hits, but there is a significant amount of work that goes into it and thought as well. It's not just, oh, they, you just happened to find the right um, details and somehow became viral. It's like, no, you, you and, and I think anybody who sees this video can see that there's a lot of not just work, but heart that went into it as well. And I think that it wouldn't be resonating with as many people as it seems to be if there wasn't that part of it. Yeah. And I think it, you know, it's, I tell this to people just like interested in like video or art or whatever they do. It's some people will just focus on trying to do this one big thing for a long time and just get burnt. You know, it's just get burnt out. But I always give the advice of just try to do a lot of little things and you always Mm -hmm. learn. And it's a, it's, you know, you're setting a goal and you're reaching it. B, um, it's just manageable and it's it's f- more fulfilling. But I think where this kind of lands in between is that it's a little bit of a culmination of the practice that we've had over the like. It does seem like it was it was a quick turnaround from make you know it, maybe it took a week t- to make of total like based on the recording time and the video editing time and stuff. Um, not like a total week's worth of work, but just you know we're we're doing other stuff jobs and everything. So it's just finding time to like do it. But I think what it shows is that when you do something over time, you know, it can be an easier, this wasn't, you know, a a crazy thing for us to do because we've already built up kind of our processes and our work. So it's like, it just kind of came naturally out of what we already do. So I think that there's something like kind of nice about that. Um, just making it, you know, it, it wasn't, it's not like it was like a backbreaking thing, but it, it's still, it just kind of feels like a natural evolution of like what we already have been doing, you know, over time. And it just kind of mm-hmm. came easily, but it, that's kind of the magic. Like Stan is just so talented. That's like, and it's just the Stan has also been working on, you know, getting better at recording and, and doing the home recording and everything. So it's like the qualities, all the, you know, all the quality check marks are there. It's just about the, you know, idea and expression and everything. So it's just kind of cool that it all kind of came together. So I wanted to dial things back a little bit uh, uh, because I wanted to go a bit into the past and how we got here before we talk about the effect that the video has had so far. Um, And Stan, I wanted to ask you about your musical background in terms of like how you came to be a musician today and also a little bit about uh, Echo. Uh, So let me let me hear a little bit about uh, musically how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So um, I have been playing music for, gosh, I I don't know, like I want to say almost 13, 14 years at this point. Like uh, my very first band I was actually in with Evan and we were (laughs) not good. (laughs) It, It was it was something else. But like, I don't know, I just. I felt so cool playing music with my friends that like I wanted to chase that rush, like that adrenaline. And I am just such a big fan of attention, I guess (laughs) that (laughs) I wanted to keep doing it. And like, I have some ideas that I wanted to just like see happen. And, you know, I live in the middle of nowhere, like a very small town and finding bandmates is like a difficult thing when you're in a small town and like can't drive because I didn't get my license until I was 18. So I just made, 
you know, a band myself after like time. And I started playing drums. Uh, I was playing guitar, bass and singing or yelling or programming keyboard parts, like just whatever. And Mm -hmm. I just over the past decade or so, I've gotten, you know, pretty okay at it if i do say so myself and echo is like a one person project uh i have a live band for shows on occasion but mostly i just play solo sets when it comes to the live show and all the recording uh the first ep that i have on like streaming services was recorded by a friend of mine cameron breen and uh everything else since then i have recorded myself and I think that's cool because you can hear like with every release, I'm getting better at it and it's just super fun. And I've been like touring for the better part of 10 years, like under different various bands and filling in for bands, like filling in for friends and stuff. And it's just, it's such a good feeling to make music still to this day that I don't see myself stopping anytime soon if at all that's so awesome i'm so happy to hear you say that and of course something that you both can answer i'm sure your history with arthur so i (laughs) i'm sure this is this kind of thing doesn't get made of just like oh yeah arthur's real hot in seo right now or (laughs) whatever it is (laughs) so i would love to hear about how you first discovered arthur and then how you felt about it over the years, I suppose. Like, is it something that you kept watching or is it something you recently came back to? Your histories with Arthur. Okay, that's going to do it for now, but we will see you next time on Elwood City Limits or at patreon.com slash Elwood City Limits if you decide to join us. Thank you very much and have a great week.